0: So, uh, welcome along to the uh, newest edition of Percussion Discussion, and I'm delighted to have the first of the metal guys with me today, and uh, uh, really thrilled and privileged to have one of the guys who pretty much started, uh, influenced some of the biggest metal bands and the metal drummers around the world, and that is Rob Reiner from Anvil. Rob, appreciate this, mate. Thank you so much for being here. Great to be here, Maddie. It's fantastic. So. I really, really appreciate it. So how's life treating you at the moment?
1: Well, uh, in general, I'm good, man. In general, uh, if, if, if the only thing I don't like is this COVID lockdown shit.
0: Yeah, I don't think anyone likes that. So how, yeah. how locked down are you over in Canada? Are you? Uh,
1: we, they just locked us down uh, yesterday again for 28 days full on. Um, but before that, uh, we were kind of open, really
0: were you was the gigs happening and things or no 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 no. there's no
1: rock and roll happening yeah um, yeah uh the the only rock and roll that was happening here was uh they were allowing a uh, max capacity 50 people um with a uh, pexiglass you know in front of the on the stage and that, yeah. that kind of stuff but that uh, that's i will, won't be part of that that's con- that's contributing to the covid uh, thing you know what i mean like yeah we did one uh in july we did um uh, a live stream, one of those live stream mm. deals, mm. and that was interesting. Uh, you know, we sold tickets. So uh, we sold, I don't know, I don't, four or five hundred tickets, I think, around the world.
0: Yeah, that's that's amazing.
1: Um, and it was great audio, great production. I mean, it was good, but it's really weird playing to a, basically a room with like ten mm. camera guys that are hearing. Hard to get the atmosphere going. Yeah, well, you know, it was different. Yeah, we rocked, we kicked ass, but it was not like a real gig. So this whole thing that's going on is is really stifling.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally with you.
1: Absolutely. But 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 uh, what we've done actually uh, in all this time is we've
0: uh written our new album. So is this, is this a new album for next year now? Cuz you've only, you've released one already. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Legal last is uh this year. Unfortunately, COVID fucked, you know, we got 17 gigs uh into into the whole tour of it we had tours all over the world yeah. and COVID shut that down. Mm. So, unfortunately. uh We're going to resume next year, if uh, if next fall allows us. So then Mm -hmm. we're going to uh, pick up uh, Europe anyways, where it left off.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, it's Uh, it's caused so many problems, hasn't it? So, see, you'll be touring uh, the new album. The new album album is is slated. It
1: will be out 2022, and we will record it next summer. But uh, it's all written. We we took the last eight months and, and... we could write another album. I mean, we, were, we were talking about it, going, you know what? We're still going to be around for another, like you know, eight months or whatever. We should yeah. maybe write another album.
0: Do you know, you, you, you really are. I mean, we're kind of jumping around a bit, but you're one of the most prolific bands. Uh, you've, I mean, you've been around for I mean, was it 78 when Anvil started? Uh, 40, 42 years. That's a long time, isn't it? For, for, I mean... <laughs> a, I, I get reminded of it uh, that it's that long, but um, yeah, it's long, of course, it's a lifetime. You know, this this, this a, that's a lifetime. Yeah, there's very few bands. The Rolling Stones, uh, <laughs> I can't think of many more that have been going longer. ACDC, maybe. Just. Yeah,
1: well, there's, there's probably, yeah, there's not many. I'm sure there's oh. not many. Yeah, time flies. Uh, and um, I don't know. I don't think about it that way. Mm. It's just like um, you feel it physically. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, yes. yeah. You start going, man, yeah, I feel more beat up every day. But um, no, it's. Um, time flies man that's that's the bottom line um so people remind me of things i don't think of it like oh man we've been doing this a long time you know our, our next album is gonna be number 19. that's amazing isn't it it really is yeah. you know, like in the, you know we're at 18 now but uh, well you, I, when you're an, you know when you're an artist you have to be creative you know we have a pro, we're very prolific at our work and mm. we like to keep creating that's in every uh, few years, we need another dose of an <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well, I'm lucky enough to have seen you twice, and uh, here in North Wales, there's, there's not many venues that put bands of your size and caliber on. But um, I'm lucky. I live about thirty minutes from Buckley, where we have the Tivoli, uh, the Buckley, oh, yeah. which I've seen you there. I think it was 2016, and I can't remember the dates, but,
1: but that's that's got to be
0: the coldest venue in in, in the UK. You know, I love going there though. Oh, it's, so, a, it's a great venue. I've seen some, some, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, it's hopefully we'll see you back there again. And, and, uh, and uh, Rocky there he's a great guy. He's, he's great. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. He seems really supportive of, of, of music and stuff. So absolutely. I mean, I've even seen, uh, I've even seen Wasp in there a few years ago. I've never seen the place quite so full. So, you know, uh, and you, each time I've seen you there, you've gone down an absolute bomb. You've taken the roof off, you know? So, yeah,
1: um, you know, it's,
0: we're, yeah. Um the whole UK is really
1: come alive for our band uh mm. in the last uh, decade. That's all uh, you know, we've been starting to tour there more and more and people are coming from everywhere to see us. Mm. And we're a lot of places uh last tour what we were just doing, we played some like smaller towns and small like small venues so, like small mm. venues, right? And uh we you know, they were just so packed, you know, they're all sold out and packed and everything. And I was saying to myself, I guess there's that's what they do there, you know, they just people will travel because mm. the t- towns are so close really, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's sort of, I mean, yeah. I I, guess, I mean, I'm generalizing, but you know, it's, it, it's not, you, know, you can travel 20, 30 miles and, and see. Yeah, uh,
0: right, yeah sort of. absolutely. You know, and if, if we can't go to, uh, to, you know, to places like the Tivoli and Buckley, then Manchester is the biggest kind of gigging city. We've got, you know, we've got venues from uh, the Manchester Apollo. I don't know if you've ever played there or not.
1: Yeah. That- Back with my three Motorhead back uh, in the 80s or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. my favourite venue of all time, the Apollo in Manchester. It's just something yeah. about it, you know?
1: Yeah, right. Um, we, we always play the O2, those O2 venues. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the UK is great. I love the UK, to be really honest with you. it's uh, they've been Everything's just like, uh, I don't even, I can't explain. I'm always humbled when I go there. going, go like, man, like, look what's going on. People are just fucking digging this. And it was not really like that. You know, maybe the Anvil movie opened the doors for us in a lot of places. Yeah, over there.
0: yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean that 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 was. I mean, I love the fact that we're jumping around because I normally start at the beginning, but this is great. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. That, about about yeah. that yeah. movie, yeah. that movie did did. Obviously, you know, I'm sure you won't mind me saying, in the '90s, it kind of Anvil were not as well heard of. Let's say you weren't, you weren't. Yeah, there's no question about it. But that was not we were still around we just
1: didn't have anybody pumping our records yeah. you know we didn't have agents giving us good gigs you know it was just like we were a band that was just like forgotten yeah yeah if you will or just you know like oh those guys i don't i don't even know what the hell it was we just didn't have good uh, record company support yeah i call those the dark years right yeah well music was changing as well wasn't it but yeah know. true enough yeah but uh metal bands still existed i mean uh yeah. we weren't the only one that existed no. we just didn't have the big uh what was needed at a time to be in people's face you know what i mean so we really went like underground if you were
0: yeah but you've well, always I, been a hundred percent you've never sold out you've you've anvil have always been anvil and they've never oh this is
1: this new album man it's it's like a biggest dose of anvil you'll ever hear <laughs> i
0: can't wait i can't wait <laughs> well it was the first song i ever heard that got me into you guys was Motormount. Uh, obviously yeah you know which album that's from it, and, it, and it was that's a, that's a, that was kind of speedy uh, speed metal thing oh, you know i can hear so many influences in there i mean who who influenced because obviously late late sort of 70s who was your influence for for starting anvil at that time you know obviously you and rob well well i i no, you mean lips uh, lips sorry yes yes uh, yeah 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 even yeah. 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 right. Lips? sorry yes yeah. Right. Uh, uh, so what was the what uh, was... what why, why did we start the man yeah i mean what what influences what what musical influences was... oh, we were we were we I,
1: both of us we up basically the same uh, music uh all of the early 70s and 60s stuff you know mm-hmm. right from uh you know cream hendrix grand funk sabbath uh yeah. deep purple Uriah Heep, yeah Fogat, uh you know cactus i mean you know i could just name them. that's what we grew up with so we that was and we were musicians.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know,
1: at that time, and we just uh we met at a jam. Uh, this guy I knew uh I was a kid, and uh, he had Lips over at his place, and he said, "Hey, I know a drummer," and he called me, and I showed up, and that's where I met Lips. Yeah, and, and... At, that, at that time, and you know, I we just and we jammed, and we were having a jam. And after that jam, walking home, you know, I approached. I just said to him, "Hey, man, like, why don't we make a band?" Mm. Like basically like why don't we just make a band because you know we hit it right off with all the music we were jamming all that the stuff that's never we playing grand funk riffs and sabbath stuff and making up we were making up songs even right yeah and uh i said why don't we make a band and uh he said okay you know he said sure man let's 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 do it and that was it that, that was pretty well the, how
0: innocently organic it was and yeah, well, when we were teenagers we were kids i mean like yeah. young, I mean. And what kind of scene was it where you were at the time in Canada? Was at that, at
1: that time that was late, uh, it's like the later seventies. There's there's, there's there's no real metal scene where we live here in, in, mm. in uh, Canada, really. Matter of fact, but uh, right. here in Toronto where I live, the, yeah. there's no real scene here. Still, no fuck. What scene, man? You know, it, it, the only place where there's a scene is in Europe.
0: Mm. Mm. Yeah.
1: Europe has Europe keeps it alive, and it just doesn't stop. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, and I'm not not saying uh, Europe is like not meaning UK so much. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know, you know what I mean, right? I'm talking actual mainland Europe, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like people there live and breathe it. Uh, you go to their homes, we go to people's homes, and it looks like uh, you know shrines of bands. <laughs> <laughs> but they're they everyday people. But you know their homes are all. And they live and breathe metal and and, and rock or whatever they love, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it's so beautiful to see. Over here, we don't have that. (laughs) Really? Not the same way. I mean, there's metalheads here. Of course, there's people like metal, rock, but there's no scene as we're like, let's go to this metal club tonight and there's going to be some great metal bands or something. I
0: don't know. If there is, is, I don't know about it. Yeah, that's a surprise. So uh, as far as popularity goes, are are you... are you, uh, you know, do you do well in your own country or do you better, do you yes. do better? We, we, we absolutely do now
1: mm. in, in the, uh, in these, uh, years would yeah. be the best way to put it, right? In the earlier years, we did pretty good too. And then there's that void where we, we never played here. We started playing everywhere else mm. and then we never, uh, so there's no demand for us here if you mm. want.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: For a while, but, uh, now there is. Now whenever we play, you know, we can uh, pack places and it's all like the real deal. People want to see us. Really what it is, uh, uh, again, back to that movie thing, you know, that movie made us uh, or got us such exposure to such an audience. Mm. Well beyond metal people. Yeah, totally. You know, like rock, whatever you want to call it. Just humans, you know, people, mm. folks, mm. citizens of the world, you know. Yeah. and uh, and right down to the young people to old people like every type of demographic uh, it's like it's beyond anything i would have never imagined that it you know I, I don't think anybody could imagine but i could never imagine it right so now when we play and do our shows we have you know old fans new fans first timers like every kind of dem- you know and it's like wow and there's want to see it's like we got to see these guys it's incredible yeah there's this kind of energy like you know when you meet bill it's like they're just like man i gotta see these guys i you know so i've gotten used to we you know we we've now understand and there's so many people like you know playing these small places i believe we can do forever yeah yeah it's it's i mean did you you like like to the just to be able to say everybody has seen the band
0: yeah yeah Do you still enjoy touring? Does it still kind of get yeah, absolutely you know it's uh yeah, it's it's, a, it's how we make a living.
1: Mm, it's, mm. My, it's my job. Yeah. yeah. The lips and the lips and myself, uh Anvil is our like it's our job. Mm, yeah. You know, we all like have jobs, you know, band is the job. So uh it's like work, you know, like go to work. You have to, you know, you go to work and you make a living. Mm. And so how's how's touring it, it can be it can be tiring, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah but uh the 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 90 minutes that you get to rock out for the people that have that want to see it it's that's worth it all because you feel the love there's a connection yeah um and everything is working You know Mm. so you go this is great this is why i do this you know i mean like the people are appreciating they're seeing the songs they're 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 smiling like it's all the key you know you can't buy that shit
0: and and obviously the energy you provide at these gigs is is phenomenal it really is it doesn't let up at all yeah well that's just us you know we're just big uh, young kids still <laughs> that I that can do it, you know even though
1: like I said you feel beat up sometimes you go man like you know fuck i ain't 20 but i'm doing it you know oh yeah uh, but uh but you're having fun it's it's about you know I'm not religious, but I'm very religious when it comes to the Church of Fun. Um,
0: <laughs> and I love um, the fact that Lips always ends up in the audience as well. You know, it's just such a <laughs> yeah, that's his thing. It's a, just a you know, you so you go and see some bands, and it's kind of yeah, that that's it. This is the barrier here with you. Yeah. Guys, it's not like that. It's, you know, like all yeah, You know, you know
1: what I like to call ourselves. You know, we are really the people's band, mm, hundred yeah, percent, if you will, the people's band. Yeah. Yeah, totally. You know, people, people. Yeah, man. And you know, it's growing as time goes on. You know, we're selling more records uh, as the years go on. We're building a new fan base. Uh, it, you know, you could see that. Okay, it's working. If you keep doing this, keep touring, keep making good music, you keep getting cool and putting on great shows. You know what I mean? That's the big thing. You know, we're as you said. Uh, you know, we're known to be a great live band.
0: Mm,
1: absolutely. And uh, you have to be able to keep that up you know i mean because people expect it when people hey man you know you never seen anvil you got to go see these guys you know they're fucking blah 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 and if you go there and people go well what's the big deal there you know and you're not putting on a kick-ass show you know what i'm saying so you always got to keep delivering right yeah absolutely kind of thing because sometimes we go man you know why don't you guys change your set list you know okay Well, I'll tell you why. Because every time we play is always more new people than return people. Yeah. Every fucking time. It doesn't matter where we play. So to us, it's like they've never heard us before. Yeah. If you've seen us before, I'm not trying to. We're not trying to diss you, but you know, there's like you know, hundred more of them than you. Mm -hmm. So we're appealing to everybody, and you know, it's difficult. It's it puts us a little bit. You know, it's really about that. Yeah. People like what I know. Yeah, well, you know, when, let's say if you're playing to the same faces all the time, yeah, all the time. Yeah, I get it. No problem. Switch it up, right? Mm. Mm. But when you're playing always to new faces and some old faces, we tend to like we just got to play. We play the same shit because it's yeah. all new to everybody.
0: Yeah, march of the crabs, metal on metal, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah well, of course. Yeah. Well, the
1: classics are forever.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like any band, like yeah. any band, right? Mm. You, just, you play them forever. Totally. Totally.
1: So, but it's all those other deep tracks and, you know, I, you know, like everybody's got a favorite, you know, that you don't play. It's, yeah. you, know, you, you hear people heckling, throwing, do this, do that. And, you know, it's, it's of course it's stuff that you're not going to play. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But we'd love to hear it. It's all fun. But uh, maybe one day, you know,
0: we'll play a three-hour set and we'll play everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's an amazing position to be in, though, when you're getting new fans every time. Bands would kill for that, wouldn't they? You know?
1: Yeah, you're right. Well, this is what I was saying. Um, it's really that movie was what was the that, like if you had a hit record, that was like a hit movie. If you, mm. will. I, I, it, I, I, it, it crossed. I mean, it, it's in, it's in the tens of millions of people. It's not just a million. It's in mm. tens of millions. Yeah, it's like big time stuff. So, for us, we're rock band. Yeah, yeah, and you know, we're really a, we're just really a rock band, and uh, you know, our friend made a movie about our story and and our our history and you know, all that stuff. And it went, it went beyond any, you know, they, it went beyond my expectations. <laughs> you know, I, I figured, okay, cool, maybe somebody like it, but it became like something that's on tour buses, big rock stars, you know, famous people. They, they, it's almost they, like Steve Harrison would, would be a quick example. He told us once, you know, he, he says that movie could have been him. Hmm. Yeah. I,
0: it's uh, you know,
1: he said it right to the lips of me, you know, saying that, hey, man, that that could have been me, just yeah. as easy
0: yeah yeah you know when you were making it did you have any idea how it, it was going to go stratospheric like that i i had the only
1: guy that believed or was lips lips knew that it was going to be successful
0: mm,
1: mm. all along i, I but I, you know i didn't feel his energy i just didn't get it yeah i mean i was going like you know you're making a movie about a bunch of guys and you know all this stuff and um you know it's a metal band you know just whatever it was all Cool. I was into it, but I didn't get that. It was,
0: I didn't. I didn't know. It was impossible to know, man. I had no idea. It was. It was. Inc- I thoroughly enjoyed. It. I, I find it, and I don't know if anyone said this before. I find. I found it the first time I watched it quite hard to watch because you feel, you feel bad that things aren't going right. You know, and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's
1: okay. I've heard it all, man. You know, it's it's what it was. It's what it is. It's really. It's real. It's real life. Mm, you want to real life, and there's... Tens of thousands of artists all went through the same thing.
0: Mm. Mm.
1: Everybody so at that point, so we were, we were, we were willing to show the world in real time. Mm. You know, it's not like it was we're actors. You know, some people think we are. You know, mm. to this day you know we meet people like oh you guys are just some hollywood
0: fake band right it's like yeah we're, it's crazy it's like we're from, yeah we got 18 albums but we're not real no problem <laughs> it's <laughs> I, I, get, I get angry when i hear the spinal tap thing because it's not it's just that, yeah. it's nothing I, you know what? i agree with you
1: completely i got over that i i couldn't stand the, the comparison because it's not really reality comparison no. But it, the movie guys really ran with it because they like the marketing uh, mm. energy that that. It's all about that other shit, you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: I mean, Spinal Tap yeah. is a great movie, don't get me wrong. Yeah, no, no, no I, hear, I,
1: I get you, man. But, you know, Spinal Tap. We're, they're, listen, here's the reality Spinal Tap is the fucking fake anvil.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, how's that? Matter? Okay. I'm, I'm good with that. I'm good with, okay, that. with that. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> But hey, look, it it was... So everything that happened in that film, it was literally just following you on a tour and... Yeah, yeah, for two years. You had had some shitty nights in there, didn't you? (laughs) Oh, man, some shitty gigs.
1: Well, it was... Yeah, it was beautiful. It was everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, it was just,
1: yeah, a complete uh, smorgasbord of uh, everything.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, good, bad, the ugly, this, that, disorganized, uh, just what it was, you know, no money, Low budget, uh, no promotion, Mm. just. But you know, we're out there—the diehards that were fans—they were there. You know, I mean, it was. Listen, the movie might have made it feel, you know, through creative editing, perhaps, you know, that it was more of a tragedy than it really was. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but it was wasn't that that bad. It wasn't really that bad of a tour, Mm. but it wasn't. You know, obviously, it wasn't a great tour, but compared to where we are today, it's not even comparable, right? Yeah, yeah. But hey,
0: do you know what? It was a triumph in the but end. But it's all
1: true. The whole thing's all true. You know, everything that that movie uh, showed already happened and it's all,
0: it was all real. Right? So d- down to Lips having his uh, Meals on Wheels kind of job and all that, that was all... Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, the back in the day, you know, we had to survive, right? The uh, band, band was unable to bring, to do that then. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, now uh, we can, like for 20, 12, 13 years thirteen years—we've
0: been. The band is our day job. Yeah, that's that's incredible. I mean, the, the passion for 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 the band is incredible, and you don't see that very often these days. I don't think you know. People I think to... Passion what within the within the band. You mean passion for the band and making it work? You know, it was incredible. Yeah. Well, f- at this point now, <laughs> we're on. Well, we can't. You know, what do you do? I, I'm not going to retire. What, what am I going to do? No, it's already, already bored enough. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, you you said, I mean, it, I mean, uh, what day is it? It's a, it's a Tuesday, we,
1: you know, we're serious
0: musicians, man. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So like, even that, you, know, we're, you know, we were, we play all the time and, you know, we, we dearly uh, dedicated to our craft, hmm. so, you know, so I don't believe age has anything to do with any of it.
0: No, no. And you, you even said you're rehearsing this evening. Uh, it's yeah. yeah.
1: We rehearse, uh, four days a week. Uh, we have our own rehearsal, uh, studio. Amazing. You know, like we have our own place. And uh, we get together four to four uh, days. You know, we've been doing that at nights because less travel. You know, whatever. We just play around the time schedule. But yeah. we get together four four nights a week uh, and jam. Um, we write music is what we do. Yeah. We, yeah, primarily is what we do. If we have to go for a tour or something, then we'll rehearse the set for a, a few yeah. days. Later. But right now, all we do is we're just rehearsing the uh, new, uh, the f- uh, forthcoming re- record we're going to record and all the shit yeah. that we wrote. Yeah. And I can't tell you the title. You know, we have a title. Oh. I, I could tell. You, I have the cover already You know, I mean, I, I just can't. I just don't want to put it out there. But I'd love to. Ah,
0: uh, so do you? You guys? Do you live? Another dose of animal, man. Ah, uh, do you, do you live close together? Are you far from each other? Uh,
1: no, we live pretty close. Yeah. Lives in here about fifteen minutes apart yeah that's cool. yeah we're pretty
0: close ah that's amazing uh
1: christ uh christ our bass player he's he's a little he lives in another in another city i guess he lives in aurora yeah uh, that, that won't mean anything to you but it's not toronto it's it's about a half hour from here oh ah, so it's, it's it's easily doable it's, yeah it's yeah it's doable it's off it's not yeah. far but, yeah, and then we have this and we have a rehearsal joint um a place that we rent uh
0: here in toronto brilliant and can you see you being a three-piece from now on would you ever go back to the second guitarist or are you are you done with those days now i, I think i can yeah we're done with that
1: we, it was never we were you know to be honest with you we've always been a three-piece mm. you know we had a cosmetic application on stage with another guitar player <laughs> you know that's what i like to call that you know <laughs> um but um we were always a three-piece you know we all our records all of them mm. you know were recorded primarily as a three 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 piece band, not yeah. four. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and um I don't know. I'm too old school. I love three. I love power trio stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You know, and you know the motor, the Motorhead formula for me or Budgie or you know like again <laughs> so, so many bands i go with the three piece thing. Yeah. It's all good, man. You know, people say yeah, it's, it would sound more fuller if you had like guitar player. You know, for all this
0: fucking you know criticism but it doesn't make a difference man there's enough energy for six on the stage when when, when i see you live you know it's it's, it's uh...
1: yeah no i hear you no, no we're
0: full man it's 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 a full power trio yeah now then i want to talk drums for a bit uh we've okay. talked about the band uh, um so w- when you started drumming um how did it begin for you rob because there's one thing i'll notice that you, I don't. I don't know when you changed, but you seem to have gone to traditional grip to get drum geeky, uh, which looks really unusual in metal, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm sure you'll agree. Did you start with traditional grip? Yeah, I sure did. Yeah. So uh,
1: I've always played traditional mm-hmm. by 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 fundamentally learning that way, right? Mm-hmm. And then I, you know, picked up match like. You go both ways right yeah yeah i play rock and all of this time but you know it changes the feeling for me why i went back i'm a jazz i love jazz i like to, i like to feel swingy
0: yeah i can hear that
1: even even in ammo if you if you know if you really analyze some of the if you get dig in the, the drums actually swing a lot yeah it's not just so you know like rock and roll if you know it's 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 subtle but it's really there people have analyzed it noticed it and bring it to me and i love it because mm-hmm. they're really li- you know going you're really listening if you can tell if you're telling me that that means you're listening right yeah i, li- I like the swingy thing right i'm, I'm kind of jazz i like jazz or big yeah. bands just the swing thing right so yeah. and playing with the left hand uh, in traditional i just find it uh, it's more who i it's more what i am who i am as a drummer i think yeah so i brought it back you know and i And I just, then, you know, like, just what you said, I've heard that now fucking from, I don't know, endless people. Mm. Like, man, that's fucking wild. never seen anybody play like that in a metal band. That's fucking so cool. Blah, blah. That's And then after hearing that for a while, I started thinking, okay, well, you know, I guess this is pretty cool to do anyways, just because it's not usual. (laughs) Right? But I wasn't thinking that. I just wanted to go back to like, uh, because what I used to do, I used to switch it up. I used to play match. Couple of tunes i would go back to traditional just to be different mm. and then after i got i just got tired of it mm. that's pretty much just a match became like you know what I, I gotta go back to my my roots man i gotta go back yeah and i have a very you know like hard snap because i play rock so it's not
0: like light you know like that left hand really fucking cracks it Think it's you, pretty pretty hard man the power is you haven't lost any power going back to traditional uh, no, that's what, no. the producers uh we
1: record records
0: and you know martin says to me going man
1: i don't know he goes i don't know how you do it man but you know nobody cracks fucking like <laughs> with a traditional snap like with that kind of power like you right yeah. i've just got you know i developed over the years to be able to play rock level
0: hmm. snapping you know i mean well i'll tell you it's, it's uh yeah it's a formidable technique you've got rob it really is um
1: and uh, I'm old school, man. I, I like snare chops, and you know, I, I'm I'm still I still learn things. I never stop. I try to add something new all the time, and yeah. I still try to get things down. I've I've never gotten down, but I've been trying to get
0: down for my whole life. I'm still working at things. and <laughs> Ah, so so, who were your original influences then? You know, you're talking about the jazz big band thing. Yeah, way back. Uh, yeah, well, it's uh, I grew up with Buddy Rich. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I, you know, whatever, Buddy
1: and Gene Krupa. Uh, Sandy Nelson, I'm big. Mm. I'm, I'm a big Sandy Nelson fan. Yeah. I love Sandy Nelson. Man, there's another one. Um, those were the kind of primary guys that when I was a kid uh, it, were like, man. I'll, I'll tell you a fast story if you want to hear. it. Uh, mm. When I was a kid, I was ten or eleven. Like around there, uh, there's a TV show over here called uh, I Love Lucy. Mm-hmm. The, the Lucy Show. I don't know if that was ever popular over there. Yeah, I've heard of it so. Yeah okay so yeah it, it was a big show over here and uh, there's one episode where uh, you know Lucy and uh, and uh, Ricky had a little boy called Ricky they had a little kid right and the kid wanted to play drums and they had an episode where the kid was going to learn how to play drums and the guest uh, Buddy Rich was the teacher on the show
0: he came <laughs> in as a
1: guest so I saw this episode as a kid right and I'm going man it, it just inspired me I go fuck man I want to fucking man I want to I want to do that that was it. it was like and I said to my mom man I want to play drums. You know, I, I want to learn, like whatever. I just want to give this a go, right? <laughs> so that was pretty well it for me. That's how it started. Yeah,
0: yeah. But you can see it. Buddy.
1: You can see the bloody thing. It's yeah, from fucking TV show, man. <laughs> you know, I was buzzing that after I said, "Fuck, man, that was man." I got to do this. yeah that, That's really where it started. And then it opened the door, and you know, I started taking lessons yeah. as a kid. My mother uh, then it bought me a drum kit for Christmas. Mm. Oh, and I studied for about seven years. Did you?
0: From yeah, from the books. Yeah, yeah. From
1: the, at that time, and you know, I learned. You know, like I still have a lot of the books.
0: So you learned uh, to read. You were a reader. Uh, you know, well, I read? Yeah. Well, uh,
1: yeah, uh, yeah. I guess I could read. I can read the books in the old days. I don't mm-hmm. know how. I don't. I don't know what's going on today. It's probably the same. Yeah, but yeah. I, I could I can read it. You know, 16 notes and quarter notes and you know dotted rests and uh, you know fucking shit like that. So, yeah. But I, yeah, I practiced uh, chops. You know, and I still practice chops now. Um, yeah. I, I, I could practice more than i do but uh i still do though you know I mean?
0: yeah and i know you have an unhealthy obsession with vintage snare drums as well i see them on facebook and uh yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah i've had them for a while but i
1: just started i said to myself you know i might as well just start you know there's people that will probably and they do enjoy it so i, I do it because of that you know i'll just share some of this stuff you know yeah, yeah i've been collecting for a while um and uh i love using them mm. you know Actually, I like that. Thank you. Yeah, I, kind of, I actually use them. You know, I don't just keep them on a shelf. But I have a few favorites that I uh, actually um play with. You know, out live and you know, obviously Ludwig, like you, know, like yourself, there. You know, yeah, you know, Superphonic's are pretty well. the Yeah, sound good. but uh, you know, the Rogers uh, Rogers drums are uh, snare drums are right there with them.
0: Mm, yeah. There's
1: no question. You know, I'll, I'll I'll go on a record for saying that. Like, and I've tried a lot of them now and play. Ludwig Rogers, man, they made the best shit. Yeah, Tom. in my in my pain, best sounding snare drums. Tom. Metal 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 shell specific. And I should be more specific. The metal shell style drums.
0: Yeah. So I so, love. do you have a go to snare that you would take on tour, and this will always be the first choice? Well, my my
1: current my well, just talk about my current first choice would be uh, the the Rogers
0: Super Ten oh really i think you shared a picture of that yesterday actually or the, the six and a half yeah yeah, uh,
1: yeah yeah that would i would say that would be my first choice right now
0: yeah yeah mm.
1: it, it's the thing it just sounds it has a tone that's just worth praise parcels
0: mm, mm.
1: and it, you know it's it's a great drum it's as good as a superphonic wow. it's not any lesser word but it has its own characteristical
0: thing about it that it's just different, you know, yeah, absolutely no
1: it's well, it's, great. it's, it's not, my current favorite it's my current favorite anyway, yeah.
0: Sorry, yeah. it's not there's a certain thing about vintage drums, and a lot of people, yeah it's you know we we had this discussion before I hit record, yeah. yeah yeah,, and they just have a sound and and I like the fact that they have a history as well. you don't know where they've been played, who's played them i I like that sense of mystery about them, you know,
1: I hear you, man, I have a yeah, I feel that way with some of the uh. I have some old Slingerland uh, snares, right? Mm. in The sixties and I thought I thought the same thing. I said, "Who the hell probably played this?" You know, somebody in a church or like a, was it was
0: in a jazz band or, <laughs> or, or. It's incredible, isn't it? It's history. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, no, it's all good, man. And uh, you just tune them up the way you you know you make them. I make them myself. I put the heads on the snare wires. I tune it yeah. the way I like it. Yeah, so you make it kind of a personal. Key, mm. And mm. you screw around with it till you get the characteristical sound of it that suits your desire at, at that moment i
0: guess yeah, right of course of course
1: yeah uh, uh it's uh, yeah i love it i'm i, I i'm still shy of a, there's probably about 10 more snares you know since uh since I've, i'm meeting you here now and talking to you maybe you can help me you know i'm after some hayman snare drums okay uh metal metal
0: shell I, haymans i can uh... uh my collection desperately needs uh a couple of those well, if anybody watching, because um, hopefully there will be quite a few people watching this. If anybody has anything yeah. that'd they like to part with, let, let yeah, yeah, know. yeah, yeah, I'm after,
1: I'm after, I'm after that absolutely, especially if it's uh, good condition and stuff.
0: It's got to be playable. Yeah, yeah, good collection. Well, I've got some friends yeah. who have very nice vintage stuff that that they sell. So I'll put you in touch.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I'm after you know, I'm after specific stuff mm. if they have it. Um,
0: all uh, right that's because
1: that it's hard to find over here
0: yeah yeah absolutely yeah so it, yeah. like the used drum market the vintage stuff is it is it in in the uk it's 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 quite big in the states it's huge uh, yeah,
1: no, yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's it's huge over here yeah yeah, yeah. but uh, it's you don't see a lot of european stuff hmm. um like you know like even the old sonar stuff you know like i'm after you know like some of the i'm primarily all i am um, after 60s and 70s yeah. uh snare drums
0: yeah, yeah. So that's,
1: like, that's that's primarily what I'm actually interested in, right?
0: Sure, sure,
1: absolutely. You know, not eighties, nineties, or you know, fifties. You know, I want sixties, seventies. That's it. Yeah,
0: totally. Well, look, so we've talked about snare drums. Now, you're you're with Natal. Great sound yeah. drums. And yeah, uh, how do you get on with those? Fine. I, I'm
1: I'm very very happy with them. They're great sounding drums. You know, I got or at least I got them sounding good. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, how did I get hooked up with that? Uh, I just got to try them really. I was in England, it was, it was there in the George, UK. George,
0: George Frederick was it by any chance?
1: Yeah. Yeah, George. Yep. <laughs> yeah. George is uh, the man who I'd talk with. Yes. Yeah. He's been great. He's been, great he's, guy. He's been great to me. Yeah. Um, we did a gig there and uh, they supplied some, you know, uh, we were there for three gigs. Every the Stone Deaf Festival was mm. called. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sound, Stone Deaf. Am I right? Yes, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah there was a festival called that as like the first one I think, and and there was and we did a couple of uh, other gigs. Like um, so, anyways, the one uh, one of the gigs was near the Marshall Factory. Ah, okay. Yeah, Milton, Milton Keys. Yes, Milton Keys.
0: There. That's there's it. Yeah. So we did a gig in that town. There's a there's a cool venue there. Um, we've played mm-hmm. it a few times. The stage was it the stables was it called the stables by any chance oh man. it's like just a square square yeah. room yeah
1: uh, you go up i don't i know i don't know if that's saying anyway anyways yeah it's in milton keys <laughs> somebody afforded it is oh yeah, yeah i was sorry there. they uh, anyways just playing an intel drum kit and i, I played them at, at the show mm. on the show that night and i was fucking impressed mm. And I said, man, these drums fucking sound great. And it was not even with the kind of drum heads I wanted on it. Like it was just, you know, here's a kit. Yeah. Supplied, play. So, um, I played them and I was quite impressed with the uh, performance of them. Mm. Uh, the, then I believe the next day or something, they invited us to come to the factory for like a tour, mm. uh, you know, see the, uh, how they build the amps and all, all this shit. Right. Yeah. So we went there and, and did that. And then, uh, that's then i approached uh some it wasn't george then it was because he wasn't there it was somebody else and they gave me they said here just talk to george yeah yeah because i said to him you know I man i'd be into like checking these drums out you know mm. so I, I, that's how it all happened and i ended up talking with george and he uh i was with d drum I and i wanted to get out i wanted to get out of there anyways it was, it was really a good transition for me
0: yeah yeah
1: and uh I have a, a Nattel kit in uh, in Europe. It's uh, we have a storage place in Germany with all the anvil backline.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And I have a Nattel kit here uh, here in Toronto. Great sounding drums. Yeah. So I'm going to record. I plan on recording the new record with the Nattel drum kit.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I so mean,
1: we'll see how. So we'll did, see how that goes.
0: Did you have to change your setup when you reverted back to traditional? Did you have to make quite a few changes, or no, no, not at all what on the
1: setup of the drum
0: kit yeah on the on angles and and what have you
1: no no i play my toms pretty flat okay in mm. in general yeah yeah, like, yeah. you know even, even, you know so you know it's, it's not changed nothing mm, that's good that's good I I, I, I I have
0: to change that. i have to change everything if i go from traditional yeah? to match no, I
1: it changed nothing man oh, I, I just uh you know i if i had to compare them, my uh whatever way i play traditional the way i whack the snare or whatever the only way i can compare it to is the way um cozy powell did it Mm. yeah cozy powell played traditional a lot of people don't know that Mm. and the way he that's the only that's how i kind of you know i know i don't i don't play like buddy rich that way myself yeah yeah. you know i I, it's more like the way cozy played Mm is that's the only thing i can compare it to
0: yeah yeah and what a drummer he was. Wow, Yeah, I love
1: Cody. Yeah, fuck, he's great, man. He had a great style. He had a great sound. Yeah. He, had a, he had his own feel. That's yeah. the other thing. It's totally. the feel. You know, like, you know, good drummers are usually, usually, it's not about click tracks. It's what, what's, how's your soul? Mm. How's your soul? What's,
0: what's burning in the soul, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, now, look, I have to ask, right, how, how does it feel to have uh, drummers like Lars Ulrich, uh, Charlie Benante... Dave Lombardo singing your praises for being an influence—that must be incredible, an incredible feeling. Because you know we're talking drumming megastars here, and they cite you as the influence. That's 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 some compliment, isn't it, Rob?
1: Oh, well, like I said I'm I've been, I'm humbled by everything, man. Hmm. I don't know, what's, you know. What do we say okay cool uh, that, listen the way, I, the way the way i hear it today uh i don't know there's a band called uh, phil campbell and the bastard sons yes I, yes I've heard of those guys well their music and their riffing and their writing and the arrangements it, to me it just sounds like Anvil music yeah totally it does they just had a new album out actually yeah i know i just got the album i started listening to it, going man like some of these songs i go well it's like feel like what you, you guys listen to our stuff it sounds like Anvil with a different singer <laughs> it's, like in a way in a way you know like especially the riffing i'm going like man like I, they must I, I just assume maybe they listen to some of her shit i don't know why or is it just coincidental no. but drummers like uh i hear it all i don't know it's great uh, what am i supposed to do i guess they enjoy whatever the work that whatever they liked about it i, I don't yeah.
0: know yeah i i just think it's an amazing compliment i mean you know you you're three great players. You complement each other. It works. It still works, and you keep churning out quality stuff all the time. That's got to be a recipe for success, hasn't it? Yeah,
1: I guess you. It must be. Uh, uh, yeah, I feel successful. I mean, in general, uh, the fact that I make a living from doing this, I, it makes me feel successful.
0: Yeah, uh, but you put so much into it. You know, I see the stuff on Facebook. You're constantly pushing, and I think that's. I think it's. You know, great. Good on you. Um, you know, it's amazing. And, and of course, uh, the one thing I haven't touched on is your artwork, uh, which yeah, well, not music, yeah. not drumming related, but it's, it's a, it's a great talent. You've got there, Rob.
1: Hey, well, thank you. I appreciate that very much. Um, well, I, when I don't tour, I paint. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like my other half of my, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm split down the middle. I'm like a music musical guy and yeah. this arty, artsy guy. <laughs> have, you always, paint,
0: have you always I'm, painted?
1: More or less, yes. More or less, uh, you know. I started as a kid. I was eight years old. I have, I have an art book. Hmm. I have an actual. There's a published book uh, of my uh, 75 pieces of my work. Most of my right. okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, the, my first painting I ever painted, uh, you know, is in that book. Yeah, yeah. I was eight years old. Uh, my yeah, I started when I was a kid, but I really picked it up when I was in my 20s. Yeah, yeah. Like really said, so, you know, I'm I'm gonna like. Really get into this, right? Mm,
0: yeah.
1: And ever since then, um, I've been painting.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, but in the last uh, fifteen years, I've been like hardcore into it. Like it's so hard. Like mm. every second I have, when I'm not m- doing music or anything, I'm painting. So it's one of the other. Okay. I-, I got a painting. You know, I don't know if this, I know if this works. I got a painting. Ah, cool! Yeah, know. we see it. Yeah, Just, yeah. it's 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 in the work. I'm still working on it. But that's what I got going right now. Nice. Yeah. You know, I love painting stuff like you know wall with sunlight on it. Like you know Yeah. Some you know, some people go like what you know, like what the fuck is what kind of drugs is this guy on, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, there's so much there's so much energy in that loneliness and quietness and peacefulness that you know for me I
0: feel energy from that. Yeah, yeah, totally get that. It's totally. Completely isolated like this. You know, it's like
1: what what's going on? There's nothing going on. Yeah, that's the whole idea.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, and you, I guess you sell your, I've seen your, your website for your art. Do you sell? Uh, I don't, I don't sell the paintings at all. You sell prints print of them though, right? I, yeah, I have prints. Yes. Yeah. I, sell yeah. print, I
1: sell prints. Uh, I used to have puzzles. I, I sell the images. basically. Mm. Mm. The actual canvases I don't sell. I can't. People ask all the time. Mm. I, I just don't want to sell them. Yeah. Yeah. It oh, turns okay. into some, you know, I, it's, uh,
0: Somebody else, well, when I'm gone, somebody else can sell them. You know I mean? Yeah, so, so you can buy anything, just not the vintage snare drums or the original artwork. <laughs> Everything yeah, I, else is for sale.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I, the vintage snares, I don't want to sell those either. But, oh. I, I mean, listen, if I, if I fell on hard times and I had, you know, because like starve to death or, or sell a painting, yeah. I think I would sell, I would sell painting yeah of course course. you know it came to that or something right yeah yeah i i I sell the images and i i I do pretty good with that i know Hmm. um over the years it's been good the book has done great the book has been very successful good um that's what i know i do stuff like
0: that do you find it's anvil fans that buy have bought the book or is it general you know uh, fans of art. it's it's uh it's it's
1: right now i have to say it's most the anvil related people yeah yeah um but people not you know like a, not every metalhead is into art i no, mean <laughs> anyway. no cool certain people who, who appreciate whatever that is are, are more and then there's some people um a small percentage that are the real quasi artsy uh crowd you know yeah. they don't know much about me yeah 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 as, as a painter you know yeah, what I'm saying of course yeah I'm not, I'm not in that world uh it's not like like ron wood mm-hmm. yeah you know like you know if somebody would open that door and say, Hey man, you want to come in and, and do this whole trip in this world, you know, maybe I, w- I would do it, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Then you
1: have all those people after your stuff, but this <laughs> is just, just for me, I, uh, it's
0: how, that's why I'm still alive. I, you know, it's like my, it's my therapy, man. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I'll tell you what, it's a, uh, it's a fascinating life you lead, Rob. It really is. And I mean that in a, in, in a, you know, in a positive way, it really is. It's uh, incredible. So look, well, I think we'll uh, we'll we'll wrap it up there, Rob. Thanks so much for yeah. taking the time to do this. It's been no problem, Eddie. Nice to meet you. And uh, likewise, uh, I hope, uh, hope you got everything you wanted. Oh, I certainly did. I certainly did. So thank you very much. And uh, well, I know you're hopefully on tour next year in the UK. There's only a few dates. Yeah, yeah. There's four dates. Uh,
1: there's a there's a banner that you know it it goes up once in a while. There's no point of promoting it every day right now. But yeah, there, if you look for the dates, there's a whole tour
0: okay thank september, you very
1: much september 15th till uh, october uh 25 or something
0: well hopefully i'll be at one of them so thank you very much rob take care mate okay mate cheers thank you very much bye-bye bye-bye